Dr. Chris Verberg is a medical doctor and researcher at the Free University of Brussels, where his focus is the aging process, metabolism, and nutrition. He published his first book when he was 16, and his latest is The Longevity Code. Dr. Verberg is a co-founder of Novos Labs and is a partner and head of science at the Longevity Vision Fund. With that, let me start the interview. So, Dr. Verberg, you are the co-founder and chief scientific officer of Novos Labs, as well as a partner in the Longevity Vision Fund, one of the biggest funds investing in longevity. So thank you for joining us today. It's great to have you on our channel. My pleasure. Thank you. So, Dr. Verberg, can you talk a little bit about why you started uh, in, in you know, research on aging in the first place? Why is this your topic? Yeah, well, since a young Age, I've been fascinated by why we age and have to die eventually. So aging is uh, the biggest cause of that, of course. And uh, it's, it's a fascinating process. Uh, so why, well, what happens in the body during aging? It not just explains why sooner or later we, we, we have to leave this planet, but also it explains most of the diseases people will eventually get, like heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, cancer. The root cause of all these diseases is aging, it's our aging processes. Um, so as a medical student, uh, I quickly realized that the best way to study how you can keep people healthy for the longest time possible is by looking at the root cause of most diseases uh, we will get, and that's aging. Um, and uh, also, I love complex problems, and I think aging is a very complex problem. Uh, and I love great challenges, and, and I love trying to look into ways how we can move forward civilization and make uh, ma mankind and this planet uh, a better place. And uh, I think aging and, and treating diseases and keeping people healthy for as long as possible uh, is, is a very big challenge. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and that's, why, that's uh, my fascination, yes. Actually, so, some other people who've been on our channel have said, have a very similar journey. It's like, well, I was curing diseases, but then I figured that actually aging is the major cause, so I should just cure aging. Um, so you co-founded Novos Labs uh, with Chris. Can you talk a little bit about why you founded Novos Labs? Yeah, well, I, I look uh, in all kinds of ways to live a longer, healthier life. And hmm. um, so one of the aspects is, is looking at the latest biotechnologies and pharmaceutical treatments to extend healthy lifespan and so on. But I also quickly realized that actually um, all these treatments, they will still be, they will still take a long time to be developed mm -hmm. and they will be mainly developed or approved to treat specific diseases, uh, unfortunately. And, uh, and so there's nothing really there out there to try to mitigate aging uh, and, uh, because aging is not a, let's say it's not even a healthy disease indication. Um, so that's why, uh, and also, uh, that's why I'm also very interested in, let's say, a more uh, preventative approach by looking at uh, nutraceuticals or supplements and foods. Uh, actually, the best technology we currently have to live longer is, is the food we eat, is nutrition and, of course, supplementation and, and so on. Um, and that's why I became very interested in also in, in uh, what kinds of ingredients are there uh, in our foods, in supplements that have the best signs behind them uh, in the sense that they can extend lifespan and act on fundamental aging mechanisms. 
Um, so that's why we created uh, Novos. It's a nutraceutical uh, company. It will also offer other uh, things like testing and, and so on to see how fast you're aging and, and so on. But um, and that's why we created Novos. And I think another reason why we created this company is uh, we were very frustrated by the fact that there are so little science-based nutraceutical or supplement companies out there to target aging. Uh, a lot of anti-aging supplements, um, yeah, still are based on outdated insights and mechanisms like that antioxidants slow down aging. Unfortunately, most antioxidants don't really slow down aging and the very little antioxidants that have some science behind them that they can extend lifespan, it's mainly not due to their antioxidant effect. It's due to uh, that they can lower inflammation or slow down protein accumulation or have epigenetic effects and so on. Um, so out of this frustration that there are so little science-based anti-aging supplements out there, uh, we, we created uh, Novos. Um, and uh, the nice thing about uh, a nutraceutical also, is compared to a drug, is that you can use combinations and eh? you can put uh, multiple ingredients in, in one nutraceutical. While if you go down the classical pharma route, you can only use one, mostly one ingredient, one drug for one target. And that is also something that bothers me because aging is a very complex process. There are many reasons why we age, epigenetic dysregulation, mitochondrial dysfunction, accumulation of proteins, splicing problems, microbiome changes, and so on and so on. So one drug that will treat only one tiny aspect of, of, of this whole cascade of, of bad events that lead to aging or, or mechanisms is not really going to make a big dent in, in the aging process. Uh, so, And that's also why we see why a lot of drugs don't really treat diseases very well. A lot of drugs are symptomatic treatments, uh, like uh, the antihypertensive drugs. They just open up your blood vessels, uh, they dilate your blood vessels so your blood pressure goes down, but they do not treat the fundamental cause of hypertension, uh, which are things like cross-linking or uh, epigenetic changes in the blood vessel uh, cells. Uh, and uh, uh, many other accumulation of proteins in the blood vessel walls and, and so on. Um, so. Uh, most drugs do not target those fundamental causes. But with the nutraceutical, you can use combinations uh, uh, that synergistically target multiple pathways or mechanisms of aging in order to uh, have a higher chance or likelihood to really make an impact in, in the aging process. I always compare it with a house that's wearing down. Um, if you only try to fix the leaky gutter uh, and you do not fix the broken windows or the flooded basement, or the leaky roof or the crumbling walls. Uh, fixing only the gutter is not likely going to make a big impact in slowing down the dilapidation of the house. Uh, but you, because you need to fix everything and at the same time, or at least a, a lot of things. And that's currently what pharma is doing. And it's just trying to fix the gutter and, and all the other things, uh, they are not addressed. So with the nutraceutical, you can use a combination of different ingredients. And I think that's very powerful. And I think also the, the treatment for aging or for, of the future will be a combination of, of different interventions or at least different uh, drugs and, and so on. So that's one, that's one advantage you have with nutraceuticals and uh, why we also uh, went down that uh, route. And another finally, there are many reasons, but I will just stop there. Uh, the last reason is there are a lot of very interesting natural substances out there uh, already discovered with a lot of good science behind them 
in the sense that they can extend lifespan in multiple species and that they are associated with reduced mortality in humans and um, that they can act on fundamental aging pathways. But nothing is done with those natural substances because they cannot be patented. Uh, so pharma ignores them. And despite all the great independent science behind them, because the, interestingly, the studies were not funded also by the same company that wants to bring it to market. And the studies are done by scientists with no real, uh, let's say, uh, monetary incentive because it's just freely available, that, that specific substance. But nothing's done with it because you can patent it. So why should you spend dozens of millions of dollars uh, in clinical trials um, uh, to, to bring it to market if, if everyone can bring it to market? Despite there are already a lot of great scientific studies uh, and, and data behind those uh, natural uh, formulations or ingredients. So uh, we looked into identifying the most interesting ones uh, together with our scientific advisory board. And, and that's why we uh, created uh, Novos. So one of them, so actually not part of Novos Core, but you have Novos Boost, right? Which is an, uh, an NAD uh, precursor, NMN. So can you talk a little bit about why you chose NMN as opposed to any of the other NAD precursors? Yes, that's a great question. Um, so we were actually, before we made that choice, we were completely agnostic at which NAD booster we would use. NR, NMN, niacin, nicotinamide. Uh, we, we were just, uh, we, we just looked into what would work best. We, uh, so we looked into the science. And um, yeah, we, we, stick, uh, we stuck with the NMN uh, for, for several reasons. Of course, the, the two most well-known NAD boosters are NR, and nicotinamide riboside, and NMN. Um, and um, NR and NMN, uh, they are very interesting. Uh, we think that NMN is better for, for several uh, reasons, at least uh, as the science stands now, um, uh, because NMN has a phosphate group, and uh, we think uh, compared to NR, um, and we believe that the phosphate group is very important uh, for stability, for absorption, and so on. Um, the problem with NR is if you uh, take it orally, uh, a lot of it is already broken down in the gut before uh, absorption uh, systemically. And uh, um, so we believe that NMN is more stable and um, yeah, it's also a great way to boost uh, NAD levels. Um, there, is, there also has been discussion as to, uh, yeah, can you take it up? Can cells take it up? Uh, we, uh, a few years ago, there was an NMN transporter discovered. Uh, very likely there are more uh, of these transporters we still need to discover. Uh, but um, we see actually if you give NMN in drinking water uh, uh, to animals or to humans, uh, we see substantial improvements uh, in all kinds of biomarkers of aging. Uh, and that means whatever happens with the NMN uh, in the body, uh, it seems to have an interesting physiological effect in the end. Uh, if you give it to mice, they, uh, they age uh, less fast, uh, their eyesight uh, declines less fast, uh, their stamina uh, is, is improves considerably, their blood flow, uh, brain cells and, and brain function, and uh, uh, let's say blood flow in the brain improves uh, if you give NMN orally in their drinking water. Um, and in humans, we have recently seen uh, clinical trials where you give NMN to a uh, woman with pre-diabetes and uh, obesity, and it improves her, uh, some met metabolic biomarkers uh, of insulin resistance. Uh, we also see it, it improves uh, function, metabolic function uh, in uh, elderly men if you give NMN orally. Um, and we also see, for example, that uh, uh, a lot of companies, uh, biotech companies that uh, 
uh, want to develop drugs to treat aging-related diseases are basing themselves on an NMN backbone. Uh, uh, so they create a little variation of, of the NMN molecule uh, and they are not basing themselves on the NR backbone uh, of, of the molecule. Um, so yeah, we think NMN is uh, an interesting molecule. And for example, Professor David Sinclair, uh, he takes NMN, uh, he doesn't take NR. Uh, and other, uh, let's say, specialists in the field uh, we have spoken to, uh, they all prefer NMN. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, that's interesting. And then NASA and, and the US military are experimenting with NMN, uh, not NR. Uh, so I think these are all, uh, let's say, uh, interesting uh, signs that probably NMN is uh, better than NR. But we, of course, we are a company that's continuously uh, looking at the latest science. So if that should change, uh, uh, and even if better NMN molecules come out, we will uh, implement that changes. So no, nothing is written in stones, and we are very, uh, let's say, open-minded uh, to new insights. And um, even about NMN, that can be further improved because you have different versions of NMN. You have more, uh, let's say, crystalline NMN, which seems to be more stable and better absorbed and, and so on. Um, and that's actually the kind of NMN we also use um, compared to more classical NMN that's still very available on the market. It's less crystalline. Um, so the way the NMN molecules are stacked together, it's, it's less organized. So uh, it, it leads to less stability uh, for the NMN uh, and, and so on. So even with the same NMN molecule, you can still vary and, and look at more interesting, let's say, versions that improve stability or absorption uh, and so on. So that's in a nutshell why, why we uh, prefer NMN. If uh, 